We're going to learn Marmir Gimel. Marmir um, Gimel is a short piece. I hope to finish it within one day, but considering how late we're starting, I'm not sure we're going to get that far. Okay, he deals with the, the fact that Toysus in, in, in Brochus deals with the question we find by many mitzvahs when a person interrupts doing the mitzvah, then he comes back to doing the mitzvah again, so a person has to make a new bracha. Whereas by Birchus Atara, a person makes a bracha Birchus Atara in the morning, and that, that bracha that he makes Birchus Atara in the morning is effective for the whole day. Even though the person went off to work, etc., he comes back and does not need to make a new Birchus Atara. Whereas a person would uh, be involved in a different mitzvah and they would pause the mitzvah and then come back, you would need to make a new bracha. So Toysis and Brachas wants to know why that's so. Kushur Toysis, Parakam of the Brachas, Lama Birchus Atara, Pateras Kalayam. Why does the Bracha Birchus Atara include, is it effective for the whole day? Maishnam Sukkah, Shitzach Lavarach, Al Kosuda Basuda. We know by Sukkah, a person has a Suda in the Sukkah, and the person then. Uh, Finishes the surah and he starts another surah again. He needs to make a new bracha. We look at each act as a new act of sitting in the sukkah because there's been an interruption in between. So a person learns Torah, uh, goes to work, and comes back. We should say the same thing. V'yesh lomar, so Toysus answers. The shiny Torah, this is a Toysus, um, I think it's your base, your gimel base, I don't recall for sure. Um, the shiny Torah, Shenom Yayish Daita, the Chosho Adam Mechuyev Lilmoid, the Chsiv Higisa Bayama Malayla. The Chiyev is to learn constantly. There is a tour, person is involved in work, etc. A person has a right to, he's relieved from that responsibility at that moment. As soon as that moment is over, he has a Chiyev to go back to learning. So a person is not Miyayish Daita uh, the whole day. That's the language of Tosis. So be equivalent of sitting in the sukkah the whole day. person goes into the sukkah in the morning, goes to the daven, comes home, sits down in the sukkah, and eats a meal. He makes a bracha. And then, he's, then he sits in the sukkah and he moves with his friends. And he sleeps in the sukkah and he, and he learns in the sukkah. And then he has another meal. He does not need to make a new bracha. He's been in the sukkah the whole day. So there was, there was no interruption in his, in his, in his yeshiva sukkah. So similarly, there's been no interruption in your liman Torah, even though you weren't eating the whole time. Uh, but that's not considered an interruption. So we're, you have been learning the whole time, but it's not considered an interruption. Ad kandi vertesis. Rabbisena harishonim hikshuazeh. So the rishonim respond to tesis, and they ask a question. Tesis mitzvillin, the mitzvosam have a kolayim. But tefillin, the mitzvah tefillin really is the whole day, um, and a person puts on tefillin in the morning takes the film off and puts film on again a second time. He makes a new bracha. Why don't we say, well, listen, really, the mitzvah is the whole day. While you're involved with something else, you're potter. Right? So when you come back, it's just a continuation of the original intent. So why do you need a new bracha? And you're, and you're, and you're, you're, you're putting on the tefillin? So why, based on what Tosis is saying, that argument should apply. So sukkah, the ikrachim, is while you're eating. So we could say, therefore, there's this interruption between eating number one and eating number two. So we look at it, you weren't really mechuyiv in the, in, in the interim. Over here, you're really mechuyiv to retfill in the whole day. Like you're really mechuyiv to learn the whole day. But you have certain reasons why you can interrupt that. But as soon as that's done, you should go back to putting on thrillin. Just like you should go back to learning. And by thrillin, we make it ubrachim, and by learning, we don't. So, how do we answer this question which the Rishonim asked on Tosis? How do we understand Tosis? So, I would like to find, explain the following. And he, he explains it based on a, um, 
a Gemara in Saita of all places, which deals with the, the concept of a woman who's a Saita, uh, even if she's really guilty, there are certain mitzvahs which she's done, certain schuyos that she might have, which will earn her a reprieve from her, her, this fact that she's guilty uh, from being a Saita. The 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 woman had a schus, so the schus would earn a reprieve, not a, not a total reprieve. Eventually, it would come, it would come back to, to to punish her, but she would live. Instead, as opposed to being the reaction of the mesoita being immediate, the woman would get a reprieve of a period of time. And more says, what schus is that which will going to, is going to give her this benefit? What is this merit that she might have? What mitzvah or what concept would give her this merit to hold to stave off the punishment? Samar says, Well, the schus is the fact that she learns Torah. Because we know the Torah has the power to be megan or matzel. The Torah has the power to protect. Samar says, No, Ha'ena Mitzvah She's not Makhir to learn Torah. And that concept that Torah has the ability to protect is connected with the fact that a person has the responsibility to learn Torah. That's a different type of quality of learning. And that has that schus. But the woman who does not have that responsibility to learn does not have that level of schus from, through, through learning Torah. schus to mitzvah. The more says, well, schus to mitzvah means magna kulihai. We know that it says Torah. The Torah protects. The mitzvahs don't have the same level of protection. The more, the more, so, the, so the, the more is, is, is questioning the idea that we, this woman is really chayiv misa, and there's a schus which is going to prevent that from happening, would require the level of schus of Torah, but she doesn't have that. Well, she has the schus of mitzvahs. That's not powerful enough to give her that. So we're, we're left with this quandary: What exactly is this schus? The more says, you know what, you're right. We have to go back to say that she has the schus of Torah, not the schus of mitzvah. mitzvah the schus of mitzvah would not be effective enough to, to, with, to prevent the punishment from taking effect. So, so what is her schus Torah? She doesn't have a schus, she doesn't have a mitzvah. So the more says, woman is not in Talmud Torah. the uh, the woman herself does not have the responsibility to learn, but Agra, the Mikrin, Umastin, Benayu, the Natun, the Hulagirayo, and the Osime Midrasha, Milo, Pagan, Behadayu. The woman who's a partner with the learning of her children and her husband by facilitating the learning of her, 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 her children, her sons, and allowing her husband to go to learn and then. Uh, waiting, be willing to wait till he come, he turns. Uh, so she becomes a shutif in the learning of her, uh, of her men, the men folk in her life, and she has therefore the schus of Torah of people which are mitzvah v'oisa. Um, so what can we wake away from this Gemara? The schus zushal hachnosas b'nei in the base of Medrash, nechshevus the schus of Torah what she did was she brought her child to the world in, 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 to the base of Madras. She, she would bring the child to, to the school, and therefore she has the same level of schus as a person who learns. So being machnis one into the world of Torah 
gives you the equivalent effect as if you're learning. It's not she has a mitzvah, she has a schusah, because the worst is the schusah mitzvah is not effective enough to protect her. She needs the unique special schus of Torah. She doesn't have the schus of Torah. Yes, she does, because by facilitating Torah, by bringing the child to the Torah, she, that's, she has the same level of schus as if she learned Torah. Okay, so now he says, he continues and says, this idea that facilitating somebody else's mitzvah, maybe, do, you, do I argue the same idea? I facilitate a person to do a mitzvah, therefore I get the same schus as if I did, I did the mitzvah. Is, is there such a concept elsewhere? Or is this unique to the world of Torah? You see where he's going already, the idea is that even a person is not learning, but a person is, as it were, facilitating learning. The person is being machless oneself to the base of measures. So if, if I, when I leave to go to work, I can look at I left left to go to work, or I, I, or I can look at it that I'm on my I'm on my way back I'm the, I am on my way back to base Medrash through a long detour which I have to go to work, but really I'm on the way to base Medrash. So if that's the way I look at it, I have the schus of Torah the whole time because I'm on my way to base Medrash. That's the where he's going, but he wants to know is this a unique concept to. Uh, this idea that by, by being machnas to base medrash, by bringing yourself to base medrash, you get ready, you already get the schools of Torah. Um, do we have such an idea by by mitzvahs? Benir the ainza ella b'talmud He says no, this is unique to talmud Torah. And then he, he fleshes this out. Al b'shar mitzvahs, other mitzvahs kagan hamasayeh b'yad chaber l'kaim mitzvahs kibud avayim. So Reuben has a mitzvah kibud avayim, and he has he needs certain help to be able to to accomplish that, and I facilitate that. So the Torah says a person whose makayim does kibbutz avayim is blessed with a rishus yomim. That blessing will not go over to the facilitator; it will go to the individual himself, and the facilitator will get schar for helping doing the mitzvah. But the the unique reward which comes in the wake of kibbutz avayim that a person has a rishus yomim, he didn't do he didn't do kibbutz avayim. He did the mitzvah of helping somebody do a mitzvah. So he gets the reward of that. But the reward of Kibbutz Abayim, he didn't do Kibbutz Abayim. I He facilitated Kibbutz Abayim, so we we see that we, he's suggesting that facilitating is not called doing it. I over here facilitating is called doing it, so that's where he's going to differentiate. Where do I get this from? That there's a difference. Remember the Rish Lakish. Uh, we find Rish Lakish says, in a different point, uh, so we find there are scenarios where actually bitul Torah is called Kiyama Torah. Pierce Rashi. We know there, there are very few mitzvahs that a person is supposed to interrupt his learning for. Uh, one of them is Hatsos HaMes, one of them is Hatsos HaMes. When a person interrupts his learning, he's bitula shaltara for for color or halvesames, gets the scars if he's learning during that time. Um, okay. Now, there's a more more culture. The more says like this. The more says that that a person is. We have a general rule by uh, called osik b'mitzvah patim in a mitzvah. 
Talmud Torah, however, is different because the main purpose of Talmud Torah is Gadol Talmud and Mevel Adem And the more difference is like this: a mitzvah which is the Efshir Lasus Al If I do not interrupt my learning, nobody else will do the mitzvah. Then I interrupt my learning. A mitzvah which is the Efshir Lasus Al I cannot ask somebody else to do the mitzvah. I have to do it myself. Such a mitzvah. Then I interrupt my learning. Even but now, by other mitzvahs, we don't say that. We say, I'm involved in mitzvah A. I do not interrupt for mitzvah B, even though mitzvah B will end up not being done at all. It's the Yavshalas We say, but so what? I'm assuming it's a potem in a mitzvah. The exception is Talmud Torah. Talmud Torah, there's a concept if it's the Yavshalas if you, nobody else can do the mitzvah, I interrupt my learning. So why don't we apply the rule of for Talmud Torah? Um, which cannot be done other through somebody else. So why don't we say there's a concept of Ozimitsa Potim and a mitzvah by Talmud Torah as well? So the general consensus of opinion to answer this question is the following. You don't say Ozimitsa Potim and a mitzvah by a mitzvah which is the actual Asa Zayyadechairim um because the point of learning is to do, is to be learning Amanas Lassus. Okay, so now, so that which you interrupt Talmud Torah for Hamas's Kabbalah, um, we have to understand. So we're saying that that the 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 limit is Amanas Lassus. It's the Efshel Lassus Ayadecherim. So any mitzvah you interrupt. So over here you're interrupting even when it's Efshalasas Ayadecherim. Why? Why do we interrupt Echnasas Kala or Talmud Torah for Echnasas Kala if it's Efshalasas Ayadecherim? Pinchas? Hi, I'm Melo Sure, Come in, I'll be in and ready in a few minutes, okay? Just, just running a little later, okay? Okay. Just, just um, my daughter's in the, is in the, in the shower, so just. Give her a shout out that I'm that you're that you're there, okay? Tanabracha, Tanabracha, we have some guests, okay? Just sit down the couch. I love you. We need to sit the whole time about the Talmud Torah, like Moses Kabbalah. How do we show the bill? So how can we understand that? Putting all these pieces together, how do you interrupt Talmud Torah for Kalos's Kala? So you have to say, "Do we build like here a mitzvah, or is coming Gidrus of Talmud Torah?" Shomanas Lasus Dafka. We have to say that Kalos's Kala is always Amanas Lasus. It always has that in, that concept. We need a chazina and Kalos's Kala. Hamavatelas limit shal Torah who noitos char kilo isik b'Torah. Rashi says, on the other hand, you get the reward as if you're learning Torah. What do you see? If enemy is there, the Kerosh of Talmud Torah mispashed who al kolon yonim hamafshrim osoy mesayem yodolam and al tzibyon haogim. Pshat is the the chusas kala is the true expression of what limud Torah is about, whatever that means. But we can then take out at least the kernel of a concept that we apply this rule elsewhere. 
that any time that you're doing something which is facilitating Talmud Torah, you get the reward as if you're learning Torah. If it's not a problem interrupting, because you're doing what is what is Torah supposed to be. So that's his basic concept. Let's hold it here because we need to really uh, work out this um, the application backwards over here. But you see where he's going. Now this idea that if I, what I'm doing is considered facilitating Talmud Torah, it becomes a part of the process of Talmud Torah itself. It's not considered an interruption. So that's where he's going. We'll pick up next week. I'm sorry about the tardiness over here and the problem, uh, the technical glitch. And I have people here, so I'm going to have to interrupt. Thank you very much. Okay. I was, yeah. Okay, Rebbe, thank you so much. Okay. Thank you, Rebbe. Take care, Colt. Good night. I'll say bye-bye.